0: 630 Chad, This Morning Podcast with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. We're talking about how you can rebuild love in a relationship. And uh, Daryl, do you remember this? Mm. I love you. You complete me. And I just had... Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. You had me at Hello.
1: You don't have to try that hard. <laughs> yeah. It's, some of these are so cheesy. What movies da- from? Years down the road. Oh, it's from Jerry Maguire. It's Tom Cruise and Renee Zellweger yes. breathing heavy and, and crying a lot in that scene.
0: Yeah, he betrays her trust. They get married. I think he just marries her because he loves the kid, and you know he kind of likes her, and, and sort of a marriage of convenience, and then he, they both fall in love deeply with each other, and he betrays her, and then... He obviously just had to walk in the room to to get her back.
1: I don't remember all of the plot, perhaps. (laughs) Uh, I think maybe that's a a slight over exaggeration. Show
0: me the money. Just,
1: just, (laughs) okay. All you had to do was just walk in and boom, she took it back. Yeah. Uh, but uh, trying to find, look, relationships are often built on trust and sometimes uh, that trust does get broken. It could be a loved one, it could be a, a co-worker, it could be any kind of relationship that you might have. There's the old adage, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So is it possible to rebuild trust if you are a little on the uh, the suspicious side and if you're wary and if you're wondering, are they going to do it again is there a bridge back we're going to get a little help this morning from couples coach krista Yaskew and see if indeed it's a bridge too far or possible morning krista
0: good morning you guys well show me the trust
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: don't you wish it was just that easy as the movies
1: right Uh, yeah Yeah.
0: it, it certainly isn't how important is trust in a relationship
2: well, I think you said it, Daryl. It's it really is a big foundation for any relationship, and once that trust can, uh, is broken, it can be a tough road to get things back on track again.
1: But you, is it possible? Obviously, it's possible. There there have been people who have broken each other's trust uh, many times, and they found a road back. How do you find the yeah. road?
2: Well, absolutely, and I think one thing just to say first is that when we think of broken trust, specifically when we're looking in relationships, sometimes we're thinking infidelity is the main betrayal. But there's a lot of different ways that we can break trust in relationships. Um, be it, um, you know, confiding other people rather than in our partners, being caught in lies. Um, you know, we talk about abuse, like emotional abuse, physical abuse, but even like financial abuse, spending money and not sharing that information, sharing information about. Uh, your partner your friend your coworker to people that you know shouldn't hear that information in a sense too so there's addiction is another big one where they're turning outside the relationship rather than towards the relationship when we're having a hard time so there's lots of different ways when we think of breaking trust and betrayal outside of just these kind of big sort of infidelity sort of things as well
0: so you've broken the trust what do you do to try to regain it
2: Well, there's some things that are really foundational. I think one of the things, you know, if we look at uh, author Brene Brown, you know, the guru here, Mm -hmm. um, she talks about making sure in every relationship, she uses this acronym that's called uh, BRAVING. And the first one is boundaries, is that in order to have trust in a relationship, we have to be able to respect each other's boundaries. One of the other things is reliability, is are you there consistently showing up? in the same way. So not just here and there. In order for me to trust you, you need to be reliable. Accountability is a big one. So I need to make sure that you understand what your wrongdoings are and that you're able to take accountability um, and responsibility for your parts. Um, like I mentioned before, holding information and trust is a big part of it too, is that the, we call the vault, is that I'm not sharing things that aren't mine to share with other people. Uh, you know, the I and that braving is integrity in a sense. And so um, making sure that you're acting in a way that is aligned with your values and your integrity, um, that we're not going to judge each other, that non-judgment. And a big one I talk a lot about with my couples is giving each other the benefit of the doubt, the generosity, is assuming the best about other people's intentions. Uh,
1: But then then you open yourself up, but that's what trust and love is supposed to be all about, or at least a relationship and trust are, are, are what they're all about. You do have to open yourself up and risk, do you not?
2: Absolutely. I think that, uh, you know, being open to trust is one of the most vulnerable things that we can do with somebody. Absolutely. And it takes time. It's not just something that's given. Is that we earn that over time for sure.
0: Can we talk about kids and Mm -hmm. parents and what parents do to lose a kid's
2: trust? Well, one of the things I have two teenage daughters, so this is I have one that we're always working on in a sense. One of the things that I've heard feedback from my kids is a big part is like, I don't want you to just talk at me; just listen is a big part of it. You know, we always are trying to teach them impart wisdom that if we just slow down and just listen more, I think that's a big part of it. That if they feel like we're able to um, hear them out, they're more willing to come to us rather than just lecturing and you know that sort of thing as well. And so, um, being open to the those conversations asking about their feelings also just appreciation goes a really long way with that as well affirming them thanking them you know and so on
0: i'm just so scared that i'm going to say something or do something that will permanently scar them
2: Mm -hmm. One of the things I find is just parrot back their feelings because they're hard to identify their own feelings. They'll explain a story, but I might say like, wow, that sounds really frustrating for you. You know, I could see that you were really upset in that um, situation. So, I mean, you don't even have to like impart words of wisdom. Sometimes it's just helping them name those feelings that they're having.
1: Uh, Trying to find that road back uh, when when, when a trust has been broken, uh, you know, there is obviously the person who uh, is believed to have broken that trust, but then the Mm -hmm. other person has to be forgiving. How often does this road get weaponized in a relationship and what are are the, the, the red lights you need to watch out for?
2: Thing because when we think about broken trust, it's not always just the person that's in front of you. When you think about when we experience broken trust, our past can be a big influence as well. So I always say like when we're in a relationship, um, it's like you're not in the room alone with your partner. You're in the room kind of hypothetically with their parents, with their past partners and all those sort of things. So trust has been broken in the past with those relationships. Um, in your partner's prior relationships, those are going to show up too. So meaning they're going to get triggered Um, you know they might hold some of their past experiences against their current partner and so on Um, so those things definitely show up uh, in relationships of all different kinds there Um, but also you know if we do look at the statistics just particularly on betrayal you know partners who has betrayed with infidelity are three times more likely to do that again in the future so I mean that is definitely a red flag there uh, if you're looking for one of those
0: why is that Because they've suffered the consequences of it and then they go and do it again?
2: Yeah that's a really good question to be honest um, you know I think that maybe someone's open to that sort of behavior in the relationship uh, you know maybe they're more likely to offend again maybe they've gotten away with it maybe their partners put up with it I'm, I'm not really sure but they're obviously um, willing to break those boundaries at some point and so perhaps they're more likely to do that again.
1: Which tells me that, that there isn't always a road back and you've got to be realistic and recognize that no you've broken it and you have not earned the right to get it back again. Bye-bye.
2: Yeah, it's going to take work, that's for sure. I am an eternal cheerleader for relationships, and I've worked with a lot of trust issues in relationships, but I do think that we can bounce back from that, but it's going to take a lot of work, and the person who's betrayer is going to need to take a lot of responsibility for their actions. Um, You know, when we talk about apologies and stuff, is that they need to take accountability. They need to be responsible. They can't blame the other person, because if we're stuck in blaming the other person for our own betrayal, then we're never going to be able to Move on from that. Um, you need to be able to empathize and validate that other person's feelings. Prepare that there's going to be setbacks. That you know, people who have been betrayed, there's going to be triggers. There's going to be time. It's like two steps forward, one step back. It's a slow process to gain that back again. Um, so it is a rough road for a while, but if both people are willing to work on it, and with that is also the person who has been betrayed needs to be open to that forgiveness as well. Um, but it absolutely can, um, that trust can be regained. It just, it just takes that work for sure. Krista, can we
0: hold you uh, for just a few more minutes? I want to talk about trust in the workplace and how important Important that is that you trust your employer, that you trust uh, your boss, your coworker. Uh, can you stick around for two minutes? Let's do it. Excellent. Uh, we're talking to uh, Krista Yaskiew, a, a couples coach. We're talking about trust. So, trust in the workplace in two minutes.
1: Chatting with couples coach Krista Yaskew joining us this morning. And uh, so now, now I'm a little bit worried because Stacey wanted to go into trust in the workplace and, and, and co workers, and that kind of thing. So, I want to see where this goes.
0: It's all about safety, isn't it? You know that somebody's got your back at work.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. Um, you know, when you think about workplace pa- cultures, Um, A big part in trust is transparency, I think, is feeling like we, um, you know, the management is transparent with the staff and so on. I think that creates a lot of, like you said, safety, uh, safety in the workplace.
1: But sometimes it's not safe, and there isn't transparency. And uh, I guess how do you, how, how do you, how, uh, and maybe this relates to couples as well? Is how do you mm-hmm. remain open to trust but still protect yourself? Because both, whether it's in a workplace or in a regular relationship, I think that's really important, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I would agree for sure. Um, I think one of the thing you know, once again, in the workplace or relationship, is that accountability. Is that in order for me to feel like I can trust you, I feel like. You need to be able to take accountability. So, for example, if if you know you were saying, you know, it's not a big deal. This isn't what happened. You know, this kind of gaslighting sort of thing, making me feel crazy for my instincts and so on. That accountability is a big piece. Is that in order for us to move past that, I need to feel like you get it. You can you hear why I'm hurt. You can see why um, there's been a problem there. So, taking ownership of um, the issue is a big part in moving past that.
0: You bet. Thanks so much for joining us today.
2: Yeah, no problem. It's been fun meeting with you.
0: Yeah, no, it's been great. Learning about trust. Krista Yaskew, she's a couples coach, and of course she was schooling us a little bit on uh, how parents can rebuild trust with their kids, uh, if they lose it, vice versa, and of course uh, trust in the workplace. And I think I I had this conversation with my teenage daughter, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn, I hope not, um, about she had an issue and I was trying to fix it. And you know what? Maybe she just wanted me to listen.
1: Sometimes it's going to, okay, stop for a second. Is this a you want me to take action issue? Is this you want me to listen issue? Or is this you want me to solve it for you? You got to figure out what they want.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's, we just rush because we want to just save whoever we're talking to and and this is what you should do. And and sometimes that's not what they want to hear. And so that's what I'm going to have to, I'm going to, I'm going to work on.
1: And I trust you will. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Love it.